we all know those letters OMG, what they stand for, oh my God. But there's two ways of saying it is, oh my God, or oh my God. And um, I think I'm going to reflect on the, oh my God, why do you say the things you say? And in the psalm, uh, this is how the Lord speaks about evildoers. The Lord confronts the evildoers to destroy remembrance of them from the earth. Not just to destroy them, but that anybody would even remember them. Say like, let's say the Likers, my family, were evildoers. And not only did we, he wipe us off the face of the earth, everybody forgot that we were ever there. Oh my God, that's, oh my God, that's language. In Zephaniah, this is an oracle that the prophet wrote to Jerusalem and Judah to tell them, you've been evil. So you're, you're going to be hurt and destroyed. I will make you come back to me. You're going to crawl back to me. This is how God is speaking. You're going to come back shamefaced, but you're going to come back because I'm going to break you. I, I just really have a struggle with that, that kind of stuff coming out of God. I just, it, it seems to me it's, it's really written to an infantile church, uh, not church, an infantile community, a community that is so dumb, that's so stupid, that walks in evil ways, starts worshiping other gods. That's the number one commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And somebody says, oh, we have a God over here to the corn. Oh, we have a God over here that will help the fishermen. Go pray to that God. And they would. They just didn't get it. So maybe the only language, maybe, that would work is, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to wipe your people off the face of the earth. They're going to even forget you were ever here. You better come back. Straighten up and fly right. It's that in-your-face kind of language. Um, it's just, I guess, a human way of describing things. We do it. Some people do it to their kids. You better watch what you say. I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. Wash your mouth out with soap. Did anybody here ever get their mouth washed out with soap? I did. <laughs> Just once. My sister did it to me. But to me, the language of the gospel, and this to me shows a maturation on the part of the people of Israel. And as Jesus speaks to them, he, he confronts them, gets right in their face, but, but it's different. It's not to try to destroy them. It's to help them to see what they're not able to see. Now, these are the chief priests and elders of the people. These are the ones who should know. They knew about Zephaniah. They heard all that language. This wasn't new stuff to them. They were told a Messiah will come to save you from your dumbness. And so when the Savior is here, when the Messiah comes with all the messianic signs, you know them. The, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the mute will speak, the paralyzed will get up and walk. They'll get up and dance, for God's sake. These are the times. And they see it right in their face, and they don't recognize it. John comes to them so austere, eating locusts, living in the desert, um, just like a hermit, preaching powerful words of repentance and baptizing with water to wash away sin, to wash away that stuff. And instead of the chief priests and elders hearing a voice in the desert, seeing, hearing a message that is announcing something great, they refuse to see it. They, they don't believe it. 
Were they jealous? I don't know. But who hears it? Prostitutes and tax collectors. The druggies of the day. The low life. They hear it and they repent. And so when Jesus tells this little story today about the two sons, once again it shows that words are cheap. Yes, Father, I'll go out, and then he doesn't. You know, uh, the Rachel Maddow, on, <clears throat> all during this time, uh, speaking of Trump, but she could speak about any politician, says this, don't, don't pay attention to what they say, pay attention to what they do. Because it's true, we can talk cheap words, but what do we actually practice? That's what God is always referring to. And so in this gospel, he says, yeah, the, the second brother said, no, I won't go. He, he got, you know, like a little brat. But apparently was a good boy, and he realized he was wrong, and he went out and did what his father asked. This is, a, again, a great invitation in these scriptures. As we get closer and closer to the Feast of Christmas, it's, are we ready to open up and really receive Christ anew and really make him new through our actions and our words, give him to the world. And it's easy to say, yes, Lord, I love you so much, but it's what we do.